0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Build Value by Choice. I'm your host, Nana Bonsu. I'm a business advisor and consultant with Infinite Horizons Incorporated, where we help businesses grow the value of their business. You may reach us at www.infhorizons.com to see how we may be able to help you. Please don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform that you listen on. You can also check us out on uh, YouTube. In today's um, you know podcast interview, we're going to be uh, talking with a distinguished gentleman about how to modernize your marketing with direct mail marketing software called Postaletics. Our guest today is Dennis Kelly. Dennis Kelly is the CEO of Post- Postalytics, a fast-growing direct mail automation software company. Postalytics helps marketers do more and less time with streamlined production integration into the marketing tech stack and real-time direct mail. Campaign tactics. Postaletics is Dennis's sixth startup. He has been involved in starting and growing early stage technology companies for over 30 years. Welcome to Bill Valley by Choice, Dennis. Thank you, Nana. Very happy to be here. Awesome. Now, you have made it your mission to reestablish direct mail marketing as a go to marketing channel for modern digital first marketers. Can you tell us why, you know, what was lost in direct mail marketing and why does it need to be uh, reestablished? Sure thing. Uh, so,
1: most listeners probably are aware that that direct mail was a very very large marketing channel uh, in the nineteen nineties and early two thousands. And in fact, there there was a, a time when uh, a lot of the direct mail marketing that you received in your in your mailbox was considered junk mail. And uh, and and so. Often what happens with any kind of marketing channels when when uh, some folks are getting success, everybody piles in and and then spends and spends and spends. And, and you know what happened in the 90s and, and early 2000s uh, was that the, the your mailbox was so crowded, it was very hard to have your message stand out or be distinguished. And and the technology really wasn't all that great to do any real personalization of the mail that you received, and so people get this stuff and you know say current resident and have some generic message and and, and you know it, it wouldn't really connect with uh, the recipients all that well, and so response rates were low, and and you know as the cost of doing mail um, uh, you know continued to increase. Uh, organizations started cutting back and moving more into digital channels and email marketing. And But just like what happened with direct mail, uh, it, as soon as those firms started seeing early success in digital marketing and email marketing, everybody piled in. And there's been a, an explosion of technology that enables uh, these types of marketing channels to be deployed quickly and easily Uh, And and with a lot of uh, uh, tracking and analytics of, you know, how effective uh, those email and digital campaigns are. And and so direct mail has had been on sort of a slow decline over the last 15 or 20 years. And, uh, but there's also been a very uh, much a a lack of investment in technology in updating uh, the direct mail uh, marketing world. And so you know what we have discovered is that a lot of marketers are seeing a, a decline in their email open rates. Number one, uh, they're seeing a rise in their cost of digital marketing. Number two, and then number three, there's a lot of uncertainty around the privacy issues associated with uh, with email and with digital marketing, and, and so marketers are looking for other ways to connect with their clients. And so what we've discovered is that if you make direct mail marketing very personalized, easy to use, and, and a part of the technology that most businesses are now investing in to control their marketing, whether it's a CRM or a marketing automation tool, that if you make direct mail uh, a, a part of that and provide the analytics and the ease of use that marketers are now used to with with email and digital campaigns, then all of a sudden direct mail is a very viable channel. And what's interesting is that because there's now less mail in the mailbox, every message that you send has a, a, a higher uh, acknowledgement by the recipient. There's more branding. There's more of an impact of every piece of direct mail because you're not going through you know 30 pieces of mail every day like you used to. All your bills are gone. People are doing their bills online. People aren't writing letters to each other. Right, and so if you send out a postcard with a big powerful image and a great offer, that's gonna stand out and it's gonna have an impact. And so response rates have gone up in direct mail as the volumes have been going down. And and so that's the dynamic that we're taking advantage of at Postalytics. And that's why a lot of marketers are now taking another look at direct mail as a way to augment their marketing programs.
0: Oh, that's, that's uh, pretty insightful. So what's, what's old is become cool again. Um, and I guess I guess the bottom line, you know, the bottom line principle is that uh, it's not just like what is cool, what, you know, uh, technology or convenience or efficiency in terms of hey, you know, with email, you know, you hit a button and boom, it's gone. Uh, but it's it's a matter of traffic. How do you um, how do you stand out in a saturated um, channel? Um, so how does uh, post analytics, help uh, resolve this uh, challenge or deal with this um, this situation? Well,
1: that, that's a great question, and and so. Part of what we've done is that we've tried to make the complex and kind of painful elements of direct mail marketing uh, uh, much less uh, uh, prominent in the way that uh, marketers use uh, Postalytics. And, And so, you know, often if you do direct mail in a traditional way, you've got uh a whole lot of different people that are involved and and you've got to figure out who you're going to use for a printer you've got to figure out how you are going to um, apply the postage to the right place uh, the right way and, and and make sure you're getting a good postage rate you've got to figure out um on your creative not to uh, come up uh, put your creative in a place where the u.s postal service We'll have a problem with it. Uh, and, and so there's a lot of complexity that's associated with doing direct mail the traditional way, which is why it takes four to six weeks to get a direct mail campaign done using traditional workflows. What we did with PostLinx, we said, all right, well, what if we took away all of the background noise and, and just made it simple and fast and easy? And so what we've done is we've built a network of print partners all around the country and we've built software that you can log into 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And much like email marketing, you can drag and drop, you can connect to your CRM to pull in lists of data and you can send a campaign with a few clicks of a mouse. And then we take care of everything else. We take care of routing it to a printer. We take care of making sure that the printing is done properly, that it gets dropped in the Postal Service at a good rate. And then we have the ability to actually track where your mail is in the U.S. Postal Service's distribution system. And so you actually see where your mail is and when it's being delivered. And then we have tools to help you understand who responded to your mail, which has always been a problem with direct mail. Nobody really knew whether it, you know, worked at an individual level. Uh, They only kinda knew, hey, if we stop sending mail, sales go down. but, you know, now marketers are used to having much more information than that. So, so now we would know, hey, this Nana responded to this particular postcard from this campaign. And here's what he did when he went online. And that might have been through a QR code that is incorporated or a unique URL uh, that is a part of the, of the creative. And so all of those things come together, the, the speed, the integration, and then the uh, reporting and analytics of the direct mail campaign. We've we've pulled all that together in one easy to use package that marketers uh, don't need to then go and source all of those things individually because it's all in one place.
0: That is pretty cool. So, I mean, I'm thinking um, the concept that came to mind was like obviously this is print on demand and this almost it's just like e-commerce right where you know you don't have to be the one that is actually fulfilling the delivery of the product right you know so you have a website people go on there and they you know they uh put in their request their order and the order gets shipped somewhere around the world and and you know, things come together and then get shipped to them so um the marketer is not incurring the warehousing cost um, all of that is, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of through different partnerships. Was that was that how you came up with this concept or, or was this just kind of it's just accidental that a, the model just kind of look alike?
1: Oh, no, it was not accidental. And I think the e-commerce uh, analogy is a good one. Uh, what we actually tried to replicate was the email marketing experience. Mm-hmm. And so when you use our software, it will feel a lot like you're using an email marketing tool like a MailChimp or something along those lines. And, and But at the end, rather than having messages sent out to a bunch of email servers around, spread out all over the place, the messages that are being sent to printers that are spread out all over the place, and, and there's an actual physical thing being uh, created. So it was really that kind of email marketing experience that we thought we would try to re- replicate, and in doing so, enable marketers who are accustomed to email to be able to try direct mail uh, without, you know, having to have a, a lot of experience or expertise that they've developed over the years, because a lot of that is, has really kind of faded away. Uh, a lot of the marketers today are native uh, digital natives, and they haven't done some of the other uh, uh, types of uh, uh, more traditional marketing.
0: So uh, that's 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 pretty cool. Thanks. Um, so. How do you, because, uh, you know, whenever there's partnerships involved, this always kind of comes up, uh, how do you protect against partners, partnership risk? Because there's always like, you know, part of the supply chain, uh, one of your partners, you know, partners could get into trouble you know, in terms of supplier diversification, those kind of things. How do you uh, make sure that your uh, subscribers or your customers are not exposed to any kind of risk in your partnership chain?
1: Well, it's a, I think uh, now in the last uh, two years or so, there's been more and more supply chain issues uh, associated with just about any type of industry. And uh, direct mail has actually been experiencing a paper shortage. And, and so um, uh, it, it's starting to alleviate, it's getting better, but uh, uh, there have been uh, many instances of print organizations that have had difficulty in securing a proper paper supply. And and so w- the way that we've addressed that is by choosing to work with print partners that have very, very large reach and scale. And, and so they're buying, you know, huge quantities of paper in bulk way in advance. And so uh, when our mail gets sent to a print partner to be printed, uh, there's, uh, uh, you know, any individual campaign is really a drop in the bucket compared to the volumes that these very, very large print companies are doing. And, and so that's been our strategy. It's been, it's been effective so far. We have run into some instances where envelopes have actually been uh, in a bit of a shortage. And so we've had to get creative uh, and, and some of our print partners are actually taking paper and constructing the envelopes themselves. And then including them in the in the print run, Um, so that's been the latest thing is envelopes. Uh, But we're starting to see that uh, alleviate a bit as well. So things like seems like things are getting better on the supply chain side.
0: That's that's good news. Um, I want to turn a little bit to you. Um, How has your experience in starting and you know scaling and growing uh, other ventures? This is your sixth one. How has those previous five ventures helped you with uh, list analytics?
1: Well, another way of uh, saying that is that I'm old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't want to go there, but yeah, you bring it up. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, you know, there are uh, pros and cons of aging, as you know, and uh, one of one of those, once you when you've done a few startups, uh, you, you you realize that uh, it, it's a doing a startup is a marathon. But it feels like a marathon made up of a bunch of sprints that, that are all tied together. And uh, so, you know, you have to have more of a long-term uh, perspective uh, and, and, and focus on fundamentals, right? So from my perspective, uh, I, I try to every day have the team focus on building great products, working with great customers, and finding other really great employees, and, you know, it's just been my experience. If you focus on those three things, generally good things are going to happen. And, you know, you get caught up in the day-to-day and the ups and the downs. It, it, startups are definitely a roller coaster emotionally. Um, and so just by taking a step back and trying to think of those three basic fundamentals of how to build a, a, a great business, it's helpful. I, I guess the other thing that you, that you, you figure out over time, too, is that at any given point in time, it's never as good as it looks, and it's never as bad as it looks. So, so that helps to kind of level out that roller coaster a little bit. Just to, to say, you know, had a really bad day today. Some bad things happened. You know, it's going to change. And and had a great day today. Spectacular. Well, I'm going to have some challenges tomorrow, right? So. That that really helps to sort of level out the emotional highs and lows that that you end up with while you're doing startup.
0: And I imagine having that long-term perspective, it's like, uh, if you look at like a stock chart, you know, you can, uh, there's going to be volatility in between and, you know, you can kind of generally look at the trend, as opposed to if you look at the day-to-day, you may just get the highs and lows with just a manic depression. That's (laughs) right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think that's a great analogy yeah. You want a long-term stock chart going up uh, over time. That's, that's a great goal.
0: Yeah. Um. One of the things I wanted to add. So right now, what are your goals for uh, Postalytics?
1: Sure. So, uh, you know, we are growing very quickly uh, at, at this point and um, we, we're growing, expanding our product offering. So we're offering more types of mail uh, that uh, customers will be able to deploy. And so having, You've probably seen in your own mailbox. There are thousands of different shapes and sizes and, and formats of, of direct mail marketing that you can possibly send. And, and so for our model of the work, we have to pick a few that you know the mainstream that the customers will will generally deploy. And you know, we've done that and that's scaled up pretty well. And, and so now we're we're adding some new formats. That we believe we're hearing from customers, they would like to set, uh, and and so so that's a, a big area of focus. Uh, another one is uh, growing into some we call them more vertical markets. So today Postalytics is used the, across dozens of different industries. And but what we're starting to see is some concentration in some key areas. And, and so we're now beginning to build out our organization to better support certain vertical industries such as financial services, nonprofits, agencies, uh, e-commerce and retail and real estate, Uh, and and so by taking a more segmented uh, vertical approach, uh, by bringing on team members that have expertise, by making some modifications in the product that serve that particular vertical industry better, then we think we can go deeper in those industries and and build upon the um, early success that we've had in some of these verticals that seem to be more prominent than others.
0: Now, these prominent ones, what are they? They're like manufacturing and uh, what are some of those industries that are a natural fit right now?
1: Sure. So uh, I I mentioned marketing agencies.
0: Marketing agencies, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, Nonprofits, um, financial services, real estate. Uh, retail and e-commerce
0: is. is oh, a- those are those are the the current. Okay, I thought those were the ones that you were uh, trying to kind of move into or uh, grow into. But those are the ones that you heavily in, involved with right now. Yes, yes, and, okay. and so what we're doing is we're actually
1: we're trying to build out uh, the organization to go deeper in those industries and and better support them.
0: Got it. Got it. No, that's 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 great. Um, is there anything that you think, um, you know, direct marketing you know, folks can do to improve it? Is there anything that can be done to improve direct marketing as you see it right now or do you think it's as good as it can get? Oh, no, I think that there
1: are definitely ways. And, and you know, I, I think one of the trends that we're seeing a lot of uh, is the usage of QR codes. Uh, in the direct mail, and and uh, by deploying a QR code, uh, it gives the recipient. So I get a piece of mail, you know. And then in the last few years, everybody's been trained on how to use QR codes, right? So so they've become very commonplace, and and everybody understands them. So you get that piece of mail, you hit that QR code with your camera, and then you can go online immediately without having to do any you know typing on your phone or any, you know any. Uh, Going to a computer, finding a computer and typing in the website, it just it just makes it easy. And so, you know, I think that those types of ways of using mail to drive people online in a a very easy way is kind of the trend that we're trying to focus on. And and so I think we're going to be seeing more of those types of things. Um, You may have heard of augmented reality. And and so, uh, you know, we think that that is a huge opportunity. You know, it's the same idea. You get that piece of mail, you you scan it with your phone, and all of a sudden you've got uh, an experience where maybe you can see uh, where a a piece of furniture would fit into a room, or you can see what your face looks like with sunglasses. Uh, and, And so there's a lot of different creative ways that I believe that bridge from the mail to being online, and
0: an experience will be enhanced and, and growing over time. That is that's great. That's that's very visionary. Um, now you mentioned um, the the time that you know that you kind of you know um, saving by going to uh, your software. So instead of like six weeks that it normally takes to do a direct mail campaign. Now how long does it take to do uh, to do yours? Um, is it like? Overnight or how long does it, what's the, I'm trying to find out the time savings and the cost savings. Because some uh, beyond just the time, there's also people are like, I don't have, especially on the smaller business side, I don't have the resources uh, for the expenses that it takes to do direct mail marketing. Uh, how does analytics, you know, save uh, with time and money?
1: Sure, absolutely. So um, I mentioned that the, the, the typical direct mail campaign um, for most organizations takes between four to six weeks to put together and to deliver the mail to uh, the recipients. Uh, with, with Postalytics, the, we, what we've done is we've simplified the process so that um, if you're a small business owner, you don't have access to, um, you know, a, a creative uh, group in an agency. Uh, you know, you don't have access to, um, you know, the, the, a person to clean up your data and make sure you're not sending mail to the same people, right? In the same batch and with duplicates and and bad addresses. And and so what our software does is it enables a marketer to pull from professionally designed templates and modify them, right? To suit their own needs. Uh, And and then uh, what our software will do is pull in your data from your CRM, your marketing automation tool or other lists that you have and it will clean that data up. So get rid of all the duplicates. It will find uh, addresses that can't properly be mailed to. It will then search the postal services databases for forwarding addresses. So, because sometimes when people move, they put in their forwarding address so you can reach them at their new place. And, and so what our the focus of software is to try to uh, provide automated means To do the things that in a traditional direct mail campaign are being done by people that are all disconnected and communicating an email, so so that's why it takes two hours or so to pull together a direct mail campaign in Postalytics, press send, and then you know seven days later your mail is in the mailbox. And and so if you think start to finish one week versus start to finish four to six weeks. That's a significant time savings, and then you don't have to go hire all those people. You don't have to spend your time being the project manager and coordinating all those people, right? Because the software is doing the work for
0: you. Yeah, that's like seventy-five percent, seventy-five to eighty-five percent time savings, right there. That's huge. Um, beyond just data quality challenges, are there any other challenges that businesses tend to face when when they you know trying to use your software for direct mail marketing?
1: Sure. Yeah, often uh, we'll have uh, businesses that are, they're attracted to use Postalytics uh, to try direct mail and where they really haven't done it before. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: and so when they're trying it out, um, and I think this is true with any marketing channel, really, um, often the thought process is, well, I'm going to try this once. And if it works, I'm going to keep doing it. If it doesn't work, then I'll move on and do something else and and so sometimes the the mindset is i'm going to send out say one campaign to 100 people and and then decide whether i'm going to continue to do this or not and when i when i talk to people i say well if you had hired a sales rep who made 100 phone calls one time and never followed up again what would you do with that sales rep and most of the people say i would fire that sales rep <laughs> so so, you know marketing is kind of the same, right? if If you're just sending out one message to a group of people who have no idea who you are, you might get some takes, but generally not. You're gonna to have to touch an audience a few times. and And so we we uh, advise our clients to think about campaigns that have, say, four to seven touches uh, over a period of a few months and 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 that's where you really start seeing results. Because people say, you know, I saw that before. That, that made sense. Um, and, and, you know, what we make it easy to do is to combine your email and your direct mail, mm-hmm. right? So you can be sending email out from your CRM that is pushing an offer. And then a postcard arrives, right, the same day. And they're seeing that message in two different channels. So, so that's generally our advice is to think, think a little bit longer term. Think about testing different ideas, right? So, so your offer, you should test. Does, does $10 off or 10% off work better? Uh your headline, right? What what is what is the hook? What is the, the the that one thing you're saying that's designed to grab people and to get them interested? How about your imagery, you know, and your creative? What what work is working better? A picture of your product or a picture of one of your customers who's, you know, happy to use your product. So there's all sorts of ways that more advanced direct mailers. Have been building these testing habits over the years, and so that's part of what we're trying to get our customers to adopt is is that type of mindset, and that's an area of growth in our product too. We're going to be seeing some more tools that we'd be building to help facilitate those types of things.
0: What what advice do you have for skeptics of direct mail marketing?
1: Well, you know, it's funny because I, I talk to a lot of folks, and um, you know, if you talk to marketers. If you talk to um, often, it's funny because when you talk to investors, uh, you know they'll say, oh, "I'm a data-driven analytical person." You know, I'm a data-driven marketer. Uh, I'm an investor. I want to see the I want to see the key performance indicators. And then you start talking to them, they say, "Oh, I throw my direct mail away, so it's probably not any good." As opposed to looking at the data, right. <laughs> you know, and and the data is showing, <clears throat> excuse me, that as we were talking about before. Direct mail is getting more effective over time, not less. And so how you interact with direct mail really doesn't matter. It's how your audience interacts with direct mail. And and so... So that's one of the really common discussions that we have and and challenges with folks.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Dennis. Really appreciate your time. How can people get in contact with you if if they want to learn more about what you do in Postalytics?
1: Absolutely. So uh, postalytics.com is our website, uh, P-O-S-T-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S.com. And uh, you can sign up for a free account. You can use the software for free. And then if you start sending mail, we'll charge you for every piece of mail you sent. So it's, very, very simple, no long-term contracts, nothing like that. You can also hit me up on LinkedIn, uh, Dennis Kelly Postalytics, uh, and, and I'm, I'm active there. Um, and we have, if you want to connect with specialists on our team to talk about anything specific, we have. you can go to our website, reach out to us. And we'll respond back with the right person to help you out.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you very much. And we're going to have all that information in the show notes as well. So people can um, get that information from there. Uh, Thanks again, uh, everyone, for listening and joining us. Uh, Until next week, bye for now.